This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. When the cars hit the wall and there all those sparks were flying and everything, everybody thought it was from the debris from the race cars. That actually wasn't debris from the race cars. That was Matt's balls dragging the ground sparking because those suckers <laughs> have got to be massive. You're tuned in to Junior Motorsports Up Front, presented by Dale's Pale Ale, the original craft beer in a can. Visit OscarBlues.com to find out where Dale's is sold near you today. Now here's your host, Regan Smith and Keith White. Welcome to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, brought to you by Dale's Pale Ale. Regan Smith's here on the couch with me. I'm Heath White. Got first name Davis on the computer. Regan, how was that for my intro? That was better. That was better. You're, we, we're not welcome back. I don't know. We didn't take a commercial break and then show back up at the show. I pretended we did. I like to think we're more professional, but we don't have well, we are commercials. Not professional, no, first no, off. No, we're not. We do try from time to time. Fair enough. But, Regan, welcome back. You've been on hiatus for like two weeks. I have been. Out yeah. in Colorado, enjoying the good life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, up on top of the mountain, hanging out. How was Colorado? Colorado was good. You it guys was, had snow uh, out there, didn't you? Yeah, we had snow, and, and you know, the first, uh, I think the first first week we were there, we got four inches of snow out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it, and uh, woke up one four morning, inches. and it was snowing like a son of a gun. What so did little uh, Rhett think of the snow? Rhett, Rhett liked the snow. He, uh, he thoroughly enjoyed it. It was... Uh, you know, we took him outside in it a couple times. Obviously, he can't play in it. He doesn't, you know, get all that. We actually had to go to a store and buy him a jacket because we didn't have a jacket for him yet. No jacket for the baby. And when we got out there, it was pretty warm still. I, I went out there a little bit early, and, and uh, you know, Megan, Megan and Rhett met up with me out there. And uh, we swung by a store, got him a jacket, and it snowed. And, I mean, he just wanted to be out in the snow. He, you take him inside, he'd just start crying. So Likes the, he the stayed out there snow. for a while. Yeah, he definitely gets that from me. I know when I was a kid, I – I used to, I'd sit out in a snowbank and when we lived up in New York still for, you know, 10 hours a day. I mean, I'd just be outside playing. I just like being out in the snow. So. You didn't eat any yellow snow, did you? I tried to steer clear <laughs> from the yellow snow when, when at all possible. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, no, it, yeah, yellow snow is bad. It's I mean, very bad. It, uh, Stay away from it. I don't recommend it. Well, we got on the couch, we got to introduce Red here. Actually, I'm sorry, Kelly Lumsden, <laughs> who's one of our marketing managers. Is that your title? Yes. Uh, liaison, something like that. Liaison. I we like call that. That's a big yeah. word. We don't <laughs> get to use big words very often, so we got to take the opportunity. Except when we call Heath an executive. Stop. Yeah, I didn't That's wear my executive shirt today. Tyler carried up. I see that. Where you left why off last why week. are you so dressed down? Uh, I was running casual. late. Is this, this like a, yeah, is this a casual Friday? I was just or running it's not late. Friday. I was just running late. I didn't have any nice slacks that were ironed, so <laughs> you must know. Anyways, uh, Kelly Lumsden is here. We call Kelly Lumsden red because she's obviously got red hair. That's an affectionate term. Definitely. It could be worse. <laughs> I've got all kinds <laughs> of nicknames. <laughs> Let's hear them. No, I can't share them on you. Pork chop for Regan. <laughs> no, that, that's Regan. <laughs> that's yeah. me. Pork I know chop. that's a funny nick- well, nickname. Pork chop. Pork chop. I used to be pork chop as a kid. Um. I, you know, I was the same size when I was twelve as I am now. <laughs> weight wise, <laughs> I was just two feet shorter. So, <laughs> hence, hence the nickname yeah. pork chop. Hence uh. be a problem. But we brought Red on because Red is leaving us after how many years with the company? Five. Five years with the company. She is going on to bigger and better things with Kevin Harvick Incorporated. And so if everybody didn't know about that already, they do yeah. know now. Yes. <laughs> and they know where you're going. No surprises or anything around here. We just put it all <laughs> no. out there. But so. it's kind of almost, she's not going that far. It's kind of like when someone leaves Junior Motorsports and goes to HMS. It really doesn't feel like they're that far away. So you'll be dealing with us on the sponsor front yep. in terms of Kevin's sponsors for the race team. So mm-hmm. um, new exciting adventure for you. But we brought Red on because Red's been traveling with us for five-plus years, five-some-odd years. Uh, and man, we have some stories. 
there's no telling the stories that can come come out of this conversation. Some, some we can share on the air. Some we can't. Some are for. How do we know if we can share it on the air until after we talk about it and yeah. then we say, wait, we can't we share that. Then we'll just edit, we'll we'll just edit yeah. that out. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Regan's he can tell the story the first time we ever went off together Where? on uh, an appearance. Oh, this yeah yeah we went uh, well, it was or in Orlando. Orlando. And I believe it was for Unilever. It we was. We were with Publix grocery stores doing some stuff for Unilever and uh, land at the airport. And, uh, you know, naturally, this is. First well, first of all, I missed the flight. You did miss the flight. I forgot this about that. This sounds very I totally red. I forgot about this that. sounds very red. So the day before, I had just adopted a new dog. And then <laughs> <laughs> on that Sunday, so on that Monday morning, I was, like, running behind. Traffic was terrible. Like, parking was terrible. I miss like they would. I got to the airport in time, but there was a cutoff to print my ticket. They wouldn't let me print it, so they put me on the very next flight. Well, can I just stop? I, re- I remember text. texting. I remember texting he you, it was a joke, and I was like, "Hey, where are you at?" And we we're probably <laughs> thirty minutes from boarding time, and she says, "Oh, I'm at exit such and such," and I'm like, "Whoa!" No, I, I had was just driven I was through. In the, I was in the park, like I was getting on the. But I was on the Maybe bus. That's what it was. Bus, but yeah. needless than the first time I texted you, you were still on the yeah, interstate. Okay. And I remember how bad the traffic was that morning. It was raining. And, you know, Charlotte, apparently rain equals snow in most areas. Oh, yeah. And our heads go out the window. And, I mean, traffic was a nightmare. I was late. Like, I barely got through the gate and got to the terminal. I'm like, man, good. I'm doing good. Made it. All right. And, I've, you know, every time I've ever done that, had that happen, I show up and, you know, whoever's there going on the trip with me is usually there before me. <laughs> you know. And I'm looking around terminal i'm looking like well i don't see i don't see kelly anywhere hmm. okay so i text her oh i'm on the interstate i'm like oh she's not making this flight <laughs> <laughs> furthermore she gets to the airport as they're like starting boarding and everything like that and i, I want to say security was a nightmare it was like a it was it, was it wasn't a weird bad day. but it was a cutoff like it was 29 minutes before boarding and they will not let if you haven't checked in and have it on your phone like, if I had the boarding pass on my phone, I could have gone through security, no problems. But they, since I didn't, I couldn't print out a ticket. So they forced me to get on the next flight, which it was too, like, we connected in Atlanta. His flight in Atlanta was delayed, which mine wasn't. So we ended up being, fi- ended up landing. Luck was on my side. Could I just, exact we, same there was, time yeah, we Orlando. landed in Orlando uh, about 15 minutes apart. Let's just fill in the rest of the details here. Uh, Kelly, had how long had you been with the company at this point? Probably three years, three, four, three oh, years. Oh, so it wasn't like your first travel deal. No, no, okay. it was probably like three years. Well, the moral of the story is don't adopt a dog the day before the, you travel. Yeah, <laughs> and then try to <laughs> Yeah. But at least you were doing a kind thing by adopting the yeah. dog. And is your headset okay? Are you sorry, all right? I'm adjusting. It was felt like it was falling off. <laughs> then we get to, now he can finish the story of going yeah, through. Yeah, we, we get to Orlando and not knowing any better. And I want to say it was my first year with JRM, mm-hmm. I believe. So it was the first time I had done an appearance with Kelly and – we get to the rental car place. She's like, do you want to drive? I'm like, no, nah, you're fine. You can drive. You know, I don't, if I don't have to, I don't really like driving rental cars around you cities that I don't know that well. You should have asked us that question I have. L- I learned that lesson rapidly as yeah. you're about to find out. Real quick. Getting to the appearance was a thrill in itself. I mean, it, there's a lot of rides at day in, in Orlando. You know, it's a big amusement <laughs> park area. None of them, none of them <laughs> came anywhere even close to what we went through. I'm pretty sure we thought about going the wrong way down to one way at one point. Fortunately, I happened to catch that before we turned. And I said, hey, don't, don't, don't turn there. We get to a stop sign. and It was on a resort, it so it was fancy. It was, it, was on a, it was on a resort, but we get to the stop sign, and Kelly comes to a stop, and I say, hey, you know, that's one of those stop signs with the white around it, which means you actually don't have to stop all the way at them. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
we go through probably 10, 12 more, 10 or 12 more stop signs this day. Fortunately, every time we'd get to them, I'm looking, making sure, because I know what's going on now at this point. I mean, I don't know how often everybody really pays attention to a stop sign. Every stop sign in America, even on a resort, has white around the edge and the you perimeter pass of it. your driver's test? Yeah, but it was like in a nice black frame. But I'm like, They well, ask you that. Like, that's I know. A, you got to identify signs. This is the first time I've been around. I really didn't know that he would, like, just totally pull this off. <laughs> we finally get back to the airport, and I'm like, hey, you do know that all stop signs have white around them, and it's still a stop sign no matter what. <laughs> if it's a stop, stop. What? <laughs> it only happened on the resort property. That you finally said it before. I don't even think we made it at the airport. Cause Did I? I? Okay. I think it was like we went to the security guy stations, like check in. And he was like, "Okay, I gotta tell you, um, I'm just." <laughs> <laughs> this is why you should always wear your seatbelt, people. It w- absolutely. It, and when Lumsden's on the road, <laughs> Kelly is a wonderful driver. She's <laughs> she's good at what she does. She's From a, a wonderful driver. Standpoint. If you don't have anybody else and you're <laughs> really in a bind, yeah. she's a wonderful driver. I was told I'm better than Mae. No, uh, th- we told you you're better than Tyler because Tyler just looks, you know, he does things he shouldn't do. You know, I can tell you somebody else you're better than. But Believe it or not, I didn't think it. I, I thought I'd kind of reached the bottom of the barrel with you driving. And I said, okay, whenever I do an appearance with Kelly from now on, I'm going to start driving. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And I, and I have since then. It's been no big deal. Um, I, I take that back. We did an appearance in Kentucky and he scared the he scared. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, going down the back roads of Kentucky, I, I definitely thought we were going off a cliff at one point. Headed I to, uh, I think we were going to a Walmart. Oh. Uh. You might not remember it. I just remember getting back to the motorhome and telling Megan, "Remind me to never let Kelly drive me ever again." Because I think she said something to you about it or oh, something. I don't She's remember. like, "Wow, oh, you're a worse driver than me." Yeah, yeah. No, but I thought we were at the bottom of the barrel from a standpoint of rental car drivers with Kelly, and and we couldn't. Couldn't beat that. Couldn't get any worse. Who is it? And then disasters came along. Uh, <laughs> poor Ron. <laughs> and, and Ron Lamasters, who is your current PR rep, that everyone jokingly calls Ron Disasters. <laughs> His driving is a disaster. That, uh, point blank. It, it he makes you look he makes you look like Ayrton Senna. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. That really is. And actually, <laughs> every, for everyone listening, this is kind of par for the course because we're going to talk about your your good at your good uh, aspects here in, oh, okay. in a minute. But we beat you down on the show and then bring you the back up. The problem is that's all the we content do. we have is the funny oh negative no. stuff that happens. Like, how many golf carts have you wrecked in your time? <laughs> just one. No. Oh, the I golf cart videos. One. Well, there's one but of you trying in to park. A park. I didn't wreck it. No, it was just because Texas knocked a toe out of it. Well, Texas makes you park on, on the, the curb. curb, and at that time we had one of those really low, like ones that go around a golf course, golf yeah. cart. Then we got the bad, bad boy, boy, and now we can park on a, a curb, no problem. We're, for, we're forgetting to mention those, as Heath says, knock the toe out of it. The first time somebody came to Heath and said, "Hey, Kelly, knock the toe out of the golf cart," he's looking down at her feet, like, "What happened?" I know what a Heath toe, didn't know <laughs> what toe is for the longest time. So please, come on, you don't, you're not a PR guy in racing without knowing what toe is. You know, you you damn near totaled one at, at Las Vegas. Mm. Like, you ripped the whole right front fender off of that thing. That's the one that we got the video of, right? No, there's no videos. There's pictures of the actual. That was your second strike on the day. The first strike was you tried to bring a holler tour. We have specific times that we do holler tours for the guests. I never did this again. She I tried to bring a holler tour, what was it, in the middle of practice? practice. Or right before practice started, when the guys are running around trying to get things ready for the car. And I'm like, Kelly, like, 
that was no. not the time. So she's like, oh, okay. So she takes that the golf cart. That was the one and only time I have ever <laughs> tried to do that. That was probably the only uh. time I ever yelled at you, too. Like, legitimately. Mm. Then she takes the golf cart out to do something. I think she was, was going, going to the merch hall. Yeah, I was going to see Ray. So, literally, I, she just... It was Vegas. You never well, might have a rough night in Vegas. She, she had just pissed happens. me off. And mm. then two minutes later, she calls me and says, I just wrecked the golf cart. And I said, "Are you first, actually, I did ask her if she was okay. First and foremost. He did, shockingly. I said, are you all right? And she said, yeah. And I'm like, well, how bad is it? Pretty bad. <laughs> I'm like, well, like, she's like, there's pieces on the ground. And I'm like, well, can you drive it? And she's like, I think so. And I'm like, pick up the pieces and come back to <laughs> the garage. <laughs> and fittingly, through all this, one of the companies she does a lot of work for now happens to be a golf cart company. Yeah, so it all terrible. worked out well. And, you know, See, everything was fine. if we had fine. that golf cart to begin with, we wouldn't have had this You level. wouldn't have hit nothing. Mm -hmm. And you might not have might not have knocked the toe out of the other one. You gotta pay attention to what you're doing. That was not my fault. I anyway, was seeing a side of Heath right now. Everybody says I'm the angry one on the show. No. I'm seeing a side of Heath. Golf, okay, in my defense, I was in the golf cart lane. They waved some truck over three lanes in front of me, and I hit the brakes. And our brakes were not very good. We were gonna give Red the benefit of the doubt until the police report showed up. Well, that was. Oh, that's right. Fired. They made a. I forgot there was a police. Yeah. And if if yeah. you if you want to get the details of the story, we did do a 360 on this years ago, so you yeah. can go back and watch this. Yeah. So a couple golf cart incidents, a couple other incidents involving hangovers, maybe. Mm. Eh, it's okay. Again, helping promote a sponsor, goodies powders <laughs> and goodies fast relief shots. Yeah. Hello, what else? Hello. What what good things have we uh, can we talk about for Red? Let's think. She's <laughs> got that special <laughs> pair of shoes that somebody that owes. Oh, that's true. true. Your lucky shoes. That Tell us about the lucky shoes. My gold Tory Burch shoes. I don't know what uh, that means. It's a girl thing. You oh, don't okay. know. Yeah. But I, every time I wore them that if year. They got a, year. If they got a special name, they're out of my budget. Yeah. <laughs> they're 2014 shoes that you wore all the time? Yeah. Well, until they I got well, a hole the in them. And now you had them on at Daytona. Daytona. Regan won in the ragged car. And then Texas. Yeah, with Chase. Richmond. Darlington. Oh, after that, yeah, we'll change. Oh, in Richmond, I stuck them in the hauler. You didn't go, but you put them in the I hauler. Was, I was on a vacation. I went to Napa that year with my girlfriends. And what before the haulers left for Richmond, I stuck the shoebox and the shoes in the hauler. So the shoes went to the Kevin, track, but you didn't. I didn't. And then Kevin won that race. In the tide car, yeah. Yeah, and then. You know, I do think that this, this brings up another question we have to ask, because Kelly's moving along to a new job, and, and – Naturally, everybody's happy and excited for you about that. But you mentioned your trip to Napa mm -hmm. that year, and I think it's pretty legendary within this facility that nobody can figure out the vacation time because Kelly takes more vacations than not anybody. Not more than uh, not more honeymoons than Heath don't has been on. Bring me well, I don't know how many honeymoons he's been on. That's before my <laughs> time. Not about me. Did, this did is this about get you. did it get negotiated out before you went to, to KHI that uh, look I gotta have at least six to ten weeks vacation <laughs> paid vacation yeah. a year? Did you take care yeah, of that? That, was, that year was the only vacation that I had planned. Everything else I do my vacations around when I don't have to go. Okay. So. Okay. Plus it just happened that way. That, that then on top of that, she comes to a charity event, pause for uh, what was it, uh, poker for pause oh or something yeah. like that, and wins up on another everybody. vacation. Yeah. That's right. Regan's she plays on the JRM team and and wins the whole thing. Beats all these Were guys that think they're professional Texas poker players. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you know what you were doing? Yeah, I know what I was doing. People uh. think I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Regan Shaker, you said. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was conflicting reports here, but uh, you did win a trip. Where was your trip? To? Cancun. Yeah, that's pretty nice. It was a good. It was a good little trip. Mm -hmm. Good little poker contest. And I won a gift card to a jewelry store, and I got. I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, and then there was a time you didn't shut your hotel room door and someone stole your stuff. Oh. I don't know about this one. No, the, so the doors didn't shut real well. You know, most doors slam this behind you. This is in Daytona. Oh. So most of the doors slam <laughs> behind <laughs> that you. That explains a lot. Yeah, well, this one didn't, and we were rushed. They were like, yeah, of course, everybody's like, we're leaving for dinner. So I'm like running out of my hotel room. And oh, hang on. You're missing something. What? Who are we going to dinner with? Godwin. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Celebrity. <seat>. They were <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it wasn't we're in a hurry. It was you were in a hurry. Well, no, they were. Everyone was like, "Oh, we're leaving," and um, downstairs, so I was like, "Okay, I'm coming." So I ran. Like the door didn't shut behind me, and it, it was a little bit ajar. Well, those people that go through and like shove menus, you've seen those. They shove the menus under the door. Yeah. And the only yep. reason I figured out who it was, it was that those people was that summer. We were back, and I was in my room, and I heard somebody push against the door. And then there was a menu under the door. So what they do is they go through and push. Make sure the door yeah. shut. Because they know they know that those doors don't shut mm -hmm. really well. So next thing now I come home, I'm like, there's an earring on the floor. Like when I come back to my room, like right when I walk in the door. So that's weird. Didn't think about it. Went to bed. And the next morning. The creepier part is that means they went through all your stuff. Well, it, my stuff was right. And my jewelry bag was right on top of mine. Okay. Okay. So it was right. It was easy for them to grab. And so the next morning, I'm looking for my earrings or my jewelry bag, and I'm like. I mean, I literally threw everything out of my suitcase, not there, and then I'm like, okay. In the bathroom, I always lay out a towel, and I'll put, like, my nice stuff, like a ring or my nice earrings or my necklace that I had on, and that's where I put my nice stuff. Stuff you don't want to touch the counter? Yeah, I mean, it's just easier to see. Like, it doesn't move around. On, like, I it's you. on a towel, so it doesn't slide around or anything. Went in there, gone. Gotcha. So then at that point, I'm like, okay, well, I'll go and look for my computer. Every, luckily, all that stuff was on the other side of the room, didn't get touched. But everything by, right by the door got swiped. So um, That's the funny thing about doors. Man, you got to shut them for them to work. <laughs> wow. Or maybe, or maybe if they didn't let dishonest people in their hotel, yeah. that wouldn't have happened. I felt bad for Red. That was, that was a really crappy yeah. deal. I had to draw out everything that was in I'm my really bag. questioning if you do or don't feel bad. Oh. Because the, I hide you it feel well. bad and then you bash. Yeah. Right, right but afterwards. This is this is par for the course. Okay. Well, I'm nice. Yeah. Sometimes. Again, I'm gonna I point out that apparently we're learning today that I'm not actually the the mean one on the show and angry oh, elf. Yeah. Depends on the day. I think that's uh, I think that title has been taken. Mm -hmm. Depends on the day for you. But people want to know, Red. You've been here for five years. What was the coolest part about working with Regan Smith and Junior Motorsports? Start with Junior Motorsport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it easier. I don't know. I did tell them that I have to maintain an invitation to the ladies' JRM pool party. Oh, after wins? Yeah. And such? No, the pool party that we have every year. The women have a big See, pool party. You can tell it's a women's pool party. I know nothing about this. First name? This is uh, I've heard about it. Mike Davis tried to get invited this yeah. year. He got I to try to get invited to a women's pool party? He just wanted to see what it was about because supposedly it's a big rager. Yeah, it is. It's fun. We can't talk about it. But what, you're going to miss the Christmas party. What happens party? at the pool party it stays, stays at the, the pool, pool party. party. So that's all you got for us, the pool party? Um, Our Christmas parties are pretty legendary. Yeah, they're pretty great. Um, Think really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint <laughs> one thing. Is it the people? It's that I get to work with you. No. See, that now that's what he was looking for. That's yeah, where he was that's going with Because, no, yeah, I mean, you know, we, need, we wanted to continue the legacy past Everham. Oh, yeah. Red and I used to work together at Everham, by the way. 2008, I think it this was. I know. Yeah. I've, I've heard yeah. this before. He's, yeah. the, I, he's been the longest, pr like, the person I've worked with the longest. Prior to the show, Heath was actually patting himself on the back about, mm -hmm. you know, getting you hired over here and he's, he's kind of a big deal and, and now yeah. he's an yeah. executive and everything. I yeah. pat myself on the back all the time <laughs> for all the 
glorious things that I do. <laughs> that's my sarcasm first name. I'll mark it down. Hashtag sarcasm. sarcasm. But that's going to take us to Phoenix. You want to talk about Phoenix, Red? What do you know about Phoenix? It's coming out, Phoenix? Yeah. It, they have a rattlesnake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's so insightful. We should have brought her yeah. out a long time ago. Why? How have we missed this opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> I, I yes, they do have rattlesnakes up on the hill. Yep. At this part of the show, usually we start talking about race cars. Okay, okay. Just a I just bit, he so. just switched it up all this time. Well, time, we don't so want to get... For sure. Sorry, I didn't have a good segue. We don't want to get too Listen, far Listen, there's a really good restaurant gone. in Phoenix. And there's a, there's a lot of racetrack there. Yeah. And there's a football stadium there. And yeah. there's... And they don't do daylight savings time, or, uh, like that? The or they do. They do. Yeah. They do. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. they, like they stay the same time all year. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy to me. So Which, by the way, we, we should all should. Yeah. yeah. One time. And are you with Ben Franklin? Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, actually. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We, we no, like sometimes you're four hours behind, and this time they're only three hours it's behind. I thought it was three and then two. It's three and two. Okay. Oops. There's no place <laughs> in the continental hey. United States that's four hours. It's a good thing behind. she's not controlling your schedule this weekend. Irony behind all this is her nickname is Red, but maybe it should be Blondie. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, it's a lot. You strawberry know. Blonde, maybe? Strawberry Blonde. There we go. Is that Strawberry Blonde nowadays? <laughs> Depends <laughs> on how much of it in the sun. Any 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 person that listens to this show that's blonde hair is now going to tweet and say, you know, oh, that was, that was wrong. That's okay. We've given up on political correctness. Yep. Yeah. Just tweet at First Name Davis. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> did that last week, and you actually got a few responses. Yeah, he'll, ta- he'll take Twitter? care of everything. Is this yeah. a Twitter First Name Davis? No. No. no but you want to know what it be. is? It's at D.W. Davis Williams. Yeah. J.R.N. That's my real name. Oh, I think it should be just First Name Davis. We might have to change yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, maybe that's available. Yeah, Tyler could probably get it from me. He's always trying to get people's. That D.W. could be copyright infringement there. You better be careful. Joe tried to call me D.W. the first week, and he said it didn't stick. It was too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that you wanted that one. To, to and then stick. first name came along, and then rest is history. Anyway, back to, sorry, back, back to Phoenix. To Phoenix. Yeah. Regan, what else do we know about Phoenix? Rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes. It's um, a good race. All your friend, all the folks from Fire Alarm will be there. It's warm. It's warm. It's hot usually. Yeah. Hot during the day, cold at night. There you go. Got to pack extra clothes. Yep. They do send. Don't they send rattlesnake handlers in there though? To your point. To the hill. Yeah, a couple they do. Weeks they send them. No, they sent the week of the race typically they send them up there and not, I mean you hear some of the numbers they talk about snakes that they pull Actually, out of that hill it is in the desert here's yeah, my concern you know how there. many animals they've had in like on the track or in the garage this year how that is a rabbit ne- at Bristol yeah like how yeah. has there never been a rattlesnake inside the I track? am not hanging around near you this weekend because you'll probably find it this weekend now uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be there soon. she doesn't oh, care well, there she's you not go. going Fair um enough. You'll find one in the bathroom or something. That'd be really like creepy. that is mm-hmm. like it's just crazy that they've never had one. That could be a problem at Phoenix because most everything at Phoenix is porta potties. You Ooh. find a you find a rattlesnake in a porta potty. You got it a big does. problem. That's, wha- that's a dance. You might as well just dancing. go. You might as well just go on infill care. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or tip it over. Get ready for it. Go get the shot. All right, but anyways, I'm gonna actually steer okay. us back here. I appreciate your insight though, Red. We You're really welcome. do. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, so we got Phoenix this weekend. First name Regan's gonna be in the TaxLayer.com Chevrolet. Chase Elliott back from that, but number nine. And Casey Kane joins us in the 88 Great Clips Chevrolet. So, Regan, we're not going to talk about points. We're not going to talk about anything. Tell us about Phoenix. Yeah, points are not really the greatest situation for any of us right now. So, it, it's still doable. There's still potential. It's still yeah. doable. Um, but, obviously, as, as the weeks wind down, the opportunities are kind of winding down with it, if that makes sense. So, uh, you know, Phoenix for, for JRM has been a good racetrack. I don't think JRM has any wins at Phoenix that I'm aware of, do we? We don't. Yeah, I was going to say, I think a couple second places with Harvick. We've been close couple a couple third times. places yep. with me. Um, Chase, I, I don't know what Chase's best run is there. I think he's been in the top five at one point or another. Yeah, he finished his, fifth last his year. his three races, yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, that's right. He finished fifth and, and locked up the title last year. But, um, you know, it's a track that I think we've been close. We've been really close with the race cars at um, collectively. And, and, you know, it's just that last little bit. It seems like the, the Penske cars and, and the Gibbs cars always have just a little bit more there. And, and naturally, they got a lot of track time at that place. They got a lot of laps around it, you know, collectively. But uh, certainly look to go in there this weekend and, and improve on uh, improve on where we've been. Uh, at Phoenix, and, and, you know, if one of us could knock a win out, uh, in particular myself or Chase, that would obviously go a long ways towards making it a little bit more of a battle by the time we get to Homestead, and, and uh, you know, the the crazy part about it is if you can if it put even a little bit of pressure on going into Homestead, it seems like the points leader the past five or six years at Homestead has had a lot of struggles, and uh, it just seems to be kind of a common trend that, that whoever that is uh, dating way back to Stenhouse, even. Oh yeah. You know, it it just it's really tough to go down there with the points lead and, and pull that deal off. So, uh, you know, we'll go down there and, and try to uh, try to get one of us up there to, to win the thing. Uh, that would be awesome. And then I'm glad you're back because we had you some think it would be awesome because you get bonus. Well, I don't get. Well, if you win, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I I think it's awesome because I like to see our. I company want do Regan well. to win and Taxlayer to win before I leave. Like there I want we you, go. I want it like you know, Taxlayer's my account. I've been and working with those people. I don't know. I don't know who's someone. on the car at Homestead for us. Is it Taxlayer? Tax yeah. It is Taxlayer. Okay. Taxlayer's so on the car. Two Taxlayer races going out. Yeah. Two opportunities to get him back in victory lane. Uh, you know, as as the season ends here. And we haven't had you here to get your expertise. Everyone's been wanting to know Our, all the crap that's been happening in the Cup side. The crazy circus the past few weeks. We want to know what Regan had to say. And I think we talked about this before, but I want you to explain this driver code to us. What is this driver code that this everyone's driver speaking code. of? How is it going to Is it, it, it kind of like an eye for an eye? It, basically, that's the best way to put it. Or is it treat others the way you want to be treated? Uh, I do believe it's eye for an eye. Okay. And it depends on who you're dealing with. Some guys are treat others the way you want to be treated, but other guys, it's it's eye for an eye. And, you know, if, if uh, in, in Matt's situation, he felt like he was done wrong, um, and it essentially cost him a shot at the championship this year. That's the reality of the the system that we race in now. Mm-hmm. Is that particular move cost him a shot at the championship? Then he, uh, you know, he did what he had to do to to come back and uh, take a swipe. I do think, and you know, there's been a lot of talk on all this stuff. There were events at Martinsville that led up to that happening. Okay. That led up to him getting madder. I I believe, and and I like still Matt just getting feel this way. Had it been a situation where Matt was in second, Joey was in first, Joey wasn't going to win that race anyways. Matt was going to get by him one way or another, whether he ran into him, whether he spun him, whether he did something. He was going to prove his point based on that, and it would have been the ideal eye for an eye. The fact that it was a Penske car that ended up getting into him and and ruining his day, tearing his car up, putting him laps down, I think only added fuel to the fire, only made it worse for him. Um, You know, I hear all this talk about, oh, you know, the tie rod broke, this, that, and the other. That situation wouldn't have happened had the restart games not being been oh, being yeah. played. And and I I put everything that happened at Martinsville on the restart games being played. And if we want to go even deeper with it, nobody's mentioned this. Nobody's brought this up. We have a 100% rule in NASCAR. When you come on a radio and say, I am going to lift for my teammate to get in line, to me, based on years ago, the 100% rule that was created after Richmond, that's a direct not 100% rule. You're not racing as hard as you can. So... I, you know, I had as much of an issue with what was taking place there, and, and okay, I'll pick the bottom so you can pick the top and get in line. I had as much of an issue with that as I did, you know, the wreck myself personally. Um, the wreck, yeah, it was it was blatant. It was deliberate. We've seen it done before, maybe not quite as extreme as what happened there. I don't feel like the, the penalty fit the crime okay. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what penalty I would have been comfortable with if they felt like they had to give a penalty. 
uh, I thought it was pretty harsh. But, uh, you know, with that said, was they, that the they point they were trying to make, though? I think it was a point they were trying to make, yeah. I just, you know, I look at what happened at Kansas, and, and that was a pretty, what are your thoughts that on that? a pretty big hit on, yeah. on what took place for Matt to get to the point where he felt like he needed to do that. Was and, that a fair And move? there was stuff at Talladega. I did not watch the Talladega race as closely as I probably needed to to see everything that happened there, but I understand there was some stuff that happened there coming on the pit road, and, and I saw oh the video yeah, of it, but I didn't. Him, yeah. I saw the video of it, and I didn't fully understand why he was mad on that Well, they said I think uh, someone had brake-checked somebody, I think, was the issue. Yeah, and that – Or so, they, so the – You know, when you was. got 20 cars trying to get on pit road, that's a tough situation. So I don't know that, that Talladega maybe should have really been something to really get him riled up more, but, uh, you know, it all it all built, and we saw the end result of it, which Helen was pretty Keller, spectacular. Oh, look at that. Helen Keller saw, not Martin saw, happening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, as soon as as soon as he came down the front stretch, I looked at Megan. I was sitting with Megan watching her. I said, well, this is going to be big. This is going to be big. The, what we didn't know at the time was when the cars hit the wall and there were all those sparks were flying and everything, everybody thought it was from the debris from the race cars. That actually wasn't debris from the race cars. That was Matt's balls dragging the ground sparking because <laughs> those suckers <laughs> have got to be massive <laughs> at that point. But like, even after, like, it was Talladega, I was like, if the 20 is not in, you know, obviously we thought, you know, but they hadn't put mm-hmm. out the official results because of the whole debacle. But I was like, if the 20 is not in, I would be more nervous than if I was 22 because there's nothing to prevent him. Like, Absolutely he's got nothing not. to lose Absolutely at this not. point. Yeah, and – and again, I'm I'm curious to see. I, I almost, you know, and this sounds bad. I almost would have liked to have seen it with Matt on the lead lap and a similar situation mm-hmm. happen to see what the penalty would have been if Matt was racing him for the win and just dumped him, just flat out dumped him. Because that's a question I think the drivers can still have in their head is, okay, well, what happens if you're leading or if, you know, let's say this weekend, let's say that uh, who's out right now? Um, let's say Joey's out and he's in second. And we'll just say Brad, since they're teammates to make it easy, is leading. Joey dumps Brad. Brad wrecks hard going into turn three. Joey goes on, wins the race. What do they do then? Yeah. What's the call? Yeah. Because now are you going to tell me you're going to sit him out for the next two races for doing that? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it affects the chase. It affects – so, you know, certainly f- it, it's tough when you get put in a box like that. And, and it is. they've made their decision on the call, so now they're going to have to stick with how they make those calls. And it, we could see some interesting things happen because of it down the road. It seems like we always find – that edge to push further. We always find that, you know, that one loophole, like, oh, okay, well, now we got to make NASCAR make a judgment call. They make their judgment call, whatever they see fit, and it leads on to the next thing. So I personally uh, like the, the, what was it, a meme that somebody had done of um, Dell Sr. and was it Kelly Arbor, maybe? And they said, if we had been parked for wrecking people, we'd only make it a four races a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, here's the thing, I, and I will say this, I know that stuff's been brought up, but you look at some of the races back in the day, and I think some of the, you know, some of the wrecks were a lot more just racing incidents. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't necessarily guys going out and, and you know, it, you can't really defend what happened at Martinsville yeah. as a racing incident. It wasn't a racing incident, and and Revenge. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and defend that. But but I will say that Matt did what 99% of drivers have thought about doing at some point or another. He just did it. He just did it, and. He did it in a big way. It wasn't like, okay, I'm just going to spin you out. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to end your day. Yeah. And and he ended ended his day. And, uh, you know, I guess we all have a little bit different guideline to follow now as, as those situations arise. Um, you know, I think that we were – we maybe understood it differently at the boys have at it point of things. But uh, it made for some good TV. It made for some uh, interesting commentary the whole week following it, I'd definitely. So. 
I'm kind of glad I didn't have to be here the week after that and get put on the spot. Cause uh, we'll give you time to get your thoughts together on well, it. Well, no, my thoughts haven't really changed. I, again, I, I felt like that all started because of the restart stuff. You know, I, I felt like that it all started back when, you know, whenever the, the two car checked up to let the 22 in and it jammed up the 41. The 41 gets into the back of him, which pushes him up into into Kenseth and stoked the fire, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, that's – and to me, that's where it all gets back to um, when it's all said and done, that particular circumstance. I I think if the 22 – or if the 20 gets into second place, then we see a move at Martinsville that people, you know, go nuts. We saw a move that people went nuts over anyways, but we see a move that they go nuts over for another reason. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and who knows how – you know, we might be talking about this in a completely different way. Does this change how drivers think behind the wheel? This penalty? Um, does it change Regan Smith's mind? Or do you, you know, just, I don't know. Is it heat of the moment? I don't think it changes the way that you think behind the wheel. I mean, you still, if, if you're done wrong, you you know, you feel like you need to go take care of it. And, and again, if it wasn't a Penske car that got into the, the side of Matt and wrecked him, you know, to put him those laps down, I, I'd still stick with the theory. We don't know how that plays out. Um, because he was behind him earlier in the race and just hit him in the bumper and went by. And I'm sure that Joey kind of let him go by at that point, knowing – oh, wait, this is Kenseth, I better let him go. You know, he's going to hit me once, and I'm going to let him move and, and pass on. So I don't know that it necessarily changes the way you think. I mean, you still have it, – it still has to police itself. You know, it, it's still – you can't let somebody get away with stuff for too long without taking care of it to a certain extent. Um, you know, I, I don't have a good answer for Dri that. Drivers policing themselves? That's scary. Well, I mean, it's it's got to be done. You well, know. let me ask you this. Speaking of putting you on the spot, was what happened at Kansas was that fair in your eyes, or was that a racing incident? I believe that that question could probably be answered easiest based on Kansas' tweet that he put out this week oh. after uh, after the Texas race when the forty eight car passed the uh, the two car for you the win. I I believe. Are you gonna pull it up? Yeah, that I question. Probably. I don't remember the exact <laughs> wording of, of that. Hashtag quintessential. Yeah, yeah. the big word. <laughs> yeah. Good work at Jimmy Johnson. Textbook pass for the win at the end of the race when someone is trying to take your lane. Hashtag quintessential. I I think that kind of sums that up for me. I thought that was one of the best tweets I've seen all year. If it doesn't go down in the top three, I'll be shocked. We we did we forgot yeah. stump first name last week and uh, a nice young lady on Twitter called us out and said you you guys forgot stump first name so. Gotta I give got people what they want. Yes, I guess. the people have asked. All right, first name. This is so. a Junior Motorsports question. Oh God, Junior Motorsports. I want you to tell me the year, and with what driver, that Junior Motorsports won its first championship. I want uh -huh. you to take your time because this is a trick question. Oh, it's a trick question. God dang. Well, so obviously last year with Chase is not the answer. That is correct. God. Do you know this, Regan? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. It's like, how did you win the championship? If it's it's like not an Xfinity, it's not a nation, or sorry, Xfinity championship. Oh, so what Arca? else? No, what other series do we race in? Think who have we oh, had on the show? Late model, Josh Berry. Yes. yes. Yeah. Year. What year? Oh God, last year? No, 2012. Dang. 2012. He won that many races last year and what? didn't win. He won. You gotta. Go, it's a track championship, so it's uh, different. Okay. It's kind of different than what you're used to in the Xfinity side. So basically, he he won the track championship at Motor Mile in 2012. Uh, then gotcha. followed it up in 2014 with a uh, track championship. At Hickory. Oh, okay, gotcha. Back to it. Do you want to start us off? The hot laps? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, we're going to have first name read his read-in for hot laps, our mm -hmm. uh, K1 Speed hot laps, as a certain character. Red has selected Elmo. Regan, do we approve? I approve, but I, if he pulls this one off, I'll be impressed. Okay, so with an Elmo voice, continue. 
<laughs> hey everybody, this is Hot Laughs presented by K1 Speed. K1 Speed is America's premier indoor go-kart racing center with 27 locations nationwide. There's bound to be one near you. Visit K1Speed.com <laughs> to find a location near you. <laughs> That was good. Uh, I'm surprised you kept a straight face for most oh, of that. Oh, that was tough. I'm surprised you actually did that. <laughs> that was tough. I thought he'd go like a sentence or two and then just continue in a That was voice. probably our best yeah. one. That was our best one yet. Whew, hey, you know what? Sweaty now. My yeah. man, he's a team player over here. I, he thing. is a team player, but I'm saying that was, the, that was the best one yet. That was better I than I hope that actually sounded like either. him, though. I don't whether it did or not, yeah. just you sitting there trying to squeeze that yeah, voice yeah. out it was hilarious. It was I, I hope that it comes through on the radio as good as it was in the room. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. and if you guys want more characters for First Name to read in, just tweet us at yeah. Dirty Mo Radio. Yeah, because we, we got like one more week left of this. <laughs> hey, so. One's better than none. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Ready? Regan sure. starts off. Go. Another presidential debate tonight. Uh, I, unlike many, actually genuinely get into the debates. I watch them. I enjoy seeing what they're saying. I think it's part of our civic duties as uh, you know, as, as citizens of this country to watch them and understand who we're voting for and why we're voting for them. Uh, looking forward to it being uh, you know, on the Fox Business Channel purely because I think it's going to be a little bit better questions than what we saw a couple weeks ago on CNBC. That was close by. It was in Boulder, Colorado. I really wanted to go. I couldn't get to it and see it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there. Looking forward to it. No, Regan had a comment earlier about being like four inches of snow while they were in Colorado. Well, we've had nonstop rain since y'all have been in Colorado. So I've just accepted the fact that my dogs are going to crap in the house, like, nonstop. <laughs> like, every day I've come on, like, they just will not poop outside. It's too wet. So I come in, there's, I mean, we're just, we're just living indoors. <laughs> okay, Bannergate at the Carolina game. We were there. Here's what happened. Some guy brought in a Packers fan or a Packers sign. It was huge, as big as that couch, and said, the Chiefs heads of North Carolina with a big G on it in Panther Stadium. Cam Newton saw it, tore it down. The guy got mad once his money for the for the deal back was going to try to get Cam for theft. Here's the deal. As a Packers fan, I'm saying this. If a Lions fan brings in a Lions sign to Lambeau Field, it's going to get tore down. It should get torn down. That's a risk you take. If you bring that sign, it's a risk you take. Uh, to piggyback off uh, Bannergate, uh, I think a story that's been kind of lost, that football that – came and tried to get back from Julius Peppers uh, that he didn't get back. He had to go pick one up from a ball boy. That ball ended up going to a six-year-old kid that had just lost his dad, and he was in the stands with his grandfather's. Cam had no idea who it was, and that's how it happened. And that's just, I think, really cool and something that sports can do for people. It probably took that kid's mind off it for a little bit, and it was pretty awesome. However, Julius Peppers did a lot of things for the Carolina Panthers, and he got booed over and over. I would have booed him. Why would you boo him? I think it was the way that he left the town. He's a Carolina yeah. native. Where would he go? Winston? Yeah, Where'd but he, go to it was, he went to North Carolina, then he's from like the area as well. I, I do believe it was the way that he left town. His house though, is yeah. not. Late, right? Does he have a house on the He late? does. He does. Yeah, not not too far from here, actually, from our shop. Probably about ten minutes from our shop. What you got for me, Regan? It's been a bad couple weeks for you, Heath. I know oh, we yeah. haven't talked about football on here, but we do have to have this discussion. We got humbled. The Panthers beat the Packers. You were there in yeah, person. I, I don't there. know if it was worth being there in person or if it was worse watching my Denver Broncos absolutely destroy them the week before. Sadly enough, I opted out of going to the game. I decided I was going to stay home. I what had a lot of stuff you? going on on Monday morning, and uh, and I figured it would be just as good to watch it on TV with the with the wife and, and kids. 
You know, I had some positivity going into the Panthers game, and here's why. Because Rodgers is like 14-0 and 0 coming off a loss in the regular season. So I figured if we were going to turn it around, that was the time. But here's the thing. There, there, something good's going to come out of this, and here's why, Red. I'm going to tell you why. Because the Packers got humbled. Everyone thought that they were, they, were, they were not vulnerable, that they couldn't be exposed, and they've been exposed two weeks in a row. So now we know Wait, what we have to Aaron, fix. And didn't Aaron Rodgers date one, like a famous person? I think Olivia Munn. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's how I know it. I have no <laughs> idea who any of that is. I don't think I've ever actually seen a movie with her. I just know that she exists. Uh, she Aaron Rodgers. She was in a movie with uh, Johnny Depp, Mordecai. You talk really fast when you get defensive. I'm sorry. It's because my thoughts flow more freely. Yeah. It's nice but to yes. have the best. No, I mean, I yeah. As a I Packers feel like fan, you're trying to convince yourself as a Packers fan it's all going to be all right, and you're really it scared. Is, it's it not. is going to be all right. Here's the thing, though: we have four divisional games coming up. The Vikings are now tied for us in the NFC North, so we got some work to do. You know, it's kind of it's almost Vikings like Vikings look better than the Packers right now. Yeah, it's almost like the 48 team. The 48 team won so much, everyone thought that they were going to do nothing but win. You know, and then they don't they don't get through the round in the chase, and then all of a sudden, hey, they're not. You know, they're conquerable. Same thing with the Packers. Hopefully, they'll learn from this. And now Jimmy went out and won last weekend, so there you go. But he can't win the Super Bowl. He can't win the Super Bowl. But we, hey, the Packers might be coming back to Carolina. The Packers here. still can. They will be coming back. But it's nice to have the best team in the NFL right now. I told, I told first name. I said I'm not going to take the Panthers seriously until they beat the Packers. I believe there's a team up in the New England area that would probably disagree with that yeah, statement. Yeah, But I'll just throw that out. Yeah, I know. Brady's. But that's our awesome. that's our football segment for the day. There we go. We we're knocked gonna, one out real quick. We're going to end it there. How's that sound? Regan, best of luck this weekend. Uh, we didn't touch on this real quick. The trucks are back on Friday night. Cole Custer in his last race of the year and the number double zero Haas Automation Chevrolet. That race is Friday night on Fox Sports 1 at 8.30 Eastern time. So I guess what is that out there? 6.30? 6.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you East Coast fans just got to worry about the 8.30. And then Regan, you boys are up Saturday afternoon, November 14th on NBCSN at 4 o'clock Eastern time. You ready? 2 o'clock local time. 2 o'clock local. Always ready. Always, Always ready. ready. You got to take extra sunglasses when you go to, to Phoenix. Yeah, coming off that corner. Yeah, the second race of the year is always brutal. The sun, based on positionally where it's at in the sky that time of year, the whole race, it's right in your eyes. And, it, I mean, there gets to be a point with about 50 to go where you literally feel like you're going into the corner with your eyes closed because you can't see what's in front of That's you. That's not good. You can't really see what's behind you because your eyes can't focus on your mirror. And you're just looking for, like, a glare off of the white stripe on the bottom of the racetrack to know where you're at positionally on the that's racetrack. Crazy. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, Red would probably be better off driving with her eyes closed. But you, on the other hand, you're a professional. You need your eyes open. Well, I do I do tend to like having them open at high rates of speed like <laughs> that. It works out a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, definitely, as, as we close out, Red, uh, been here. you've been here since I've been here, definitely. And uh, we're going to wish you the best at KHI and, and your endeavors next year. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Race fans, did you know Oscar Blues was the first craft brewery to put their beer in cans? That's right. In 2002, Dale's Pale Ale paved the way for the craft can revolution, allowing their great beer to be taken anywhere, on the trail, a day on the lake, and especially to the racetrack. And with brewery locations in Colorado and North Carolina, you can be sure you'll find fresh Dale's Pale Ale near you. Visit OscarBlues.com and find out where to get your Dales today.